Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles. Right here. Oh, go international. Yep, I forget which one am I on now. And we're here. I am Ron Kolick, your host, and we're here to answer that question. How do you make a proper cup of tea? And to find out, I'm going to ask my co-host, the gold standard and ghost hunter himself, Mr. Steve Parsons. Good evening. And I regret um, I'm a coffee drinker. Oh, God, what good are you? <laughs> what good are you? <laughs> What the hell kind of an Englishman are you? You can't make a proper cup of tea. Oh, I can take a proper cup of tea, but I'm a coffee, as you well know. How many turbo shots have we uh, have we drank together? Yeah, we drank a lot together. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we have a guest today, believe it or not. We we do. I'm very pleased to because uh, uh, he's not a guest; he's an ex-host of Ghost right. The Ghost Finder General. The, indeed, the Ghost Finder General, uh, from from his crypt, uh, we've we've dug the soil out, and uh, yeah, Richard Felix, my old sparring partner from Most Haunted, another survivor from that dreadful show. It was not so dreadful. Shame on you. Uh, if you've been on it, it was dreadful. Well, maybe that aspect of it, but it, it entertained many people, including you know, me. Well, actually, you, you know, you know, you missed the best bits because one of my one of my very favourite memories, not just of the show but of all times, happened with Richard. Um, we had some great. We, we filmed some great stuff together, but there was an episode of Most Haunted that was being filmed at uh, in Manchester at a theatre. And uh, Richard and I, the, the basis of the story was that this phantom, this housekeeping phantom, disliked any form of disarray and liked things to be just so. Um, and that the staff had reported that whenever they were slicing courgettes in the kitchen uh, for um, functions and parties, if they didn't arrange them just so on the plate, then this phantom would intervene and interfere. So uh, we were sent off with a camera, weren't we, Richard? We um, were indeed. <laughs> and <laughs> we, we didn't... For 15 minutes, while well, we're discussing uh, what the difference is between a courgette and a cucumber. And uh, it just... There were tears. <laughs> there were tears of laughter. <laughs> What the hell is the difference between a cucumber and a There is a big difference. We, we never difference. think... We, we, we gave up trying to find out. Uh, oh. I, I, I wish we could have had the outtakes. I mean, there were some great outtakes. Oh. We did some videos together um, yeah. with, with Richard, uh, one of which was at Camel Erd, and uh, we had to do an opening scene that took... How many takes was it, Richard? Oh, many, <laughs> many... <laughs> oh, we put the them on the end of the DVD the as well. Yeah, they're on some the, of them, the DVD. Some of them. Some of them. What, what DVD? It's called So You Want to Be a Ghost Hunter. Oh, yes. With, Rich, yes. with Steve Parsons and Richard Felix. 
Do you know, we, we had some, and of course that's a precursor of all of the stuff that uh, Ron and I went on to do, and uh, I did later with Ghostology. Um, you know, Richard and I, we, we, we had, I know you two have worked together, uh, but Richard yeah. and I had so many mm-hmm. fantastic adventures um, working together. We did. And then it's all stopped. It's going to start again. It's going to start again. We're not too old. No, I might be, but... No. So, what have you been up to, Richard? What have I been up to? Oh, God, where do I begin? I mean, lots, obviously. I mean, still still doing the same old, you know, ghost walks. Uh, I mean, that's my main, been my main profession for 28 years now. Ghost wow. walks around Derby, Chester, Leicester, uh, York... Uh, God, uh, all over the place, um, and, and I'm still doing them. You know, I'm still up up until lockdown. Uh, you know, I was still out sort of three times a week, four times a week sometimes, uh, and then then on a Friday or a Saturday doing night vigils at Derby Jail, coming home about half past three, four o'clock in the morning. I'm too old for this, guys. I'm telling you, I'm too old, and I'm now loving. Loving being locked down because I can't do anything. I can't do a thing wrong. I mean, I, I'm stuck here, um, vulnerable, being over over the. I'm being a septuagenarian, uh, <laughs> and so I'm. I, but you know, so it's all come to stop. But I've done. I've done. I mean, I I obviously went on from from most haunted. Um, I, I resigned, and then Steve resigned within weeks. I think, mm. wasn't it? Weeks oh, of, of yeah. my resignation. Yeah, Steve yeah, yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah. Uh, on series, after series eight. Um, and then now they're... But I, I'll just take take you up on it, because I absolutely agree with something, some of what, uh, what, what Steve said at the beginning. But I have to also thank Most Haunted, a, a, a for what they've done, well, for both Steve and I, I'm afraid, because it, it, it's, crea- it's heightened our, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, yes, yes, it has. It, it's, um, you know, it, it, it's helped. Being on the telly, I'm afraid, whatever anybody says, it does, it does help. It's oh, helped yes. the profile. It's helped our profile. There's no doubt about it. But I also thank Most Haunted, because at the end of the day, they, they, are the, they were the forum. They started all of this. Um, how many of us would still would be here without most hordes? I'm not sure because they set the scene for nearly all of the the TV shows that have happened since. Um, unfortunately, they, they seriously lost their way. But as you said, Ron, <laughs> at the beginning of this, they did entertain. They did. And you have to remember that it is an entertainment program. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I loved your bit, Richard, when you were on there as the historian. You brought up all the cool stuff, and you presented it so excellent as well. And, you, you know, and, and it was cool locations, and, and, of course, you had always a vet running around screaming. So, I mean, it was... Of course. Of course. <laughs> so, you know, it had all the factors. Yes, it did. There's no getting away from You know from what, it. What, 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 what I've said several times, I'm sure Richard will, will verify, um, Yvette, Yvette is, was a television presenter long before she got onto most haunted. Oh, yeah. yeah. Lots of people always used to say about Yvette, oh, she's just the screen queen, oh, she's acting. Now, Richard and I have both worked with her um, when the cameras aren't rolling, and she is every bit as terrified yes. as she yes. appears. Yes. Indeed, 
indeed, I know a gentleman that's on the show tonight who's also right. frightened right. of the ghosts. ghosts. <laughs> oh, God. I, I Richard and I, we, we were up on the RRF Discovery up in Dundee, Scotland. Oh. And everybody, the rest of the crew had all gone off to... Uh, the other ship. <laughs> yeah, they'd gone to Discovery. We were left on, on HMS Unicorn, weren't we? That's right, and and we we heard some noises, so we decided to have a have a little explore. And um, these noises were coming from the floor above us, yeah. uh, the the deck above us, because it was a, 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 a night an 18th century uh, wooden hold warship. And uh, so I said to Richard, "You hang on on this deck, and I'll go up the ladder and have a look. I'll just poke my head up and see if anything's happening on the on the deck above us." So I climb up the ladder. And I turn around, and Richard is right next to me. <laughs> I'm not staying down there. <laughs> but something but happened, happened, didn't it? It did, because we, we, we ventured further up onto that deck, and uh, we, we came into this large space, and the two of us were standing there, there was silence, and then footsteps. Genuine. Right Genuine. Really? Uh, oh, Ron, yes, yeah. Guess what? Didn't um, make the show. No, we tried very hard because when they said to us afterwards, you, we, we used to do these bits to camera, which I'm sure people all saw, you know, uh, where they would say, so, you know, the crew were over on uh, the Discovery and stuff was getting thrown about. And what do you make of it? And, well, you should have been over on Unicorn where we were because we had <laughs> footsteps. And that never made the, never made no, the final. Of that was a lot of the problems. And it was real. It really was. As honest to God, we, and again, we, as you know, only too well, Ron, you, me, and, and Steve, we're the guys that tick the normal boxes first um, before you even remotely consider the very, very small possibility that it may be a ghost, paranormal, whatever. Um, there's no doubt, but that was absolutely genuine. And, and there were definitely genuine things that did happen on, on Most Haunted. Um, but the trouble is they got clouded often by by things that weren't real, that were in the script, and it's such a shame. That's where they lost their way. Uh, and I, I believe that so many other TV shows, both UK and, and American, um, tend to lose their way because they're too busy trying to make it scary for people, yeah. and they actually miss genuine things that, that happen. Um, both, I, both, Richard, both Richard and I had confronted uh, Carl um, on a number of occasions together and separately, in fact, most notably at the, uh, the aircraft museum, mm-hmm. um, where there had been all manner of things being thrown about. So Richard had already complained, and Carl had said to me, well, what do you make of it? And I went, just make of it as you will. Look, this is our stuff that's being thrown about. But there's nobody else here except us. Right. I, I can, I can attest to Richard's scaredness, scaredness of the ghosts, you know, because, <laughs> oh, uh, legendary. Yes, uh, you know, I, I, I we, Richard came over here a few years back, and uh, eleven years. Get, and oh, is it really? God yeah, bless. It is. And uh, we went to Gettysburg, which was awesome. Oh, One of my favorite pictures, in fact, is uh, Richard and I. You and, and me, uh, you and me. Yeah, Confederate friend. and uh, Union uniforms. But we went out, uh, we, we had a uh, house on the battlefield, and, and we snuck off at night. And, and Richard did this. I was filming with the IR camera 
off, uh, you know, distance from Richard. And Richard was sitting on a rock, and he was Michelangelo. challenging the ghosts. And and uh, he got touched, and and he, was, he jumped, of course, and everything else. He said, "Oh, oh, uh, you know, it could be the raindrops, could be the raindrops, you know, and whatever." So, uh, you know, and and then uh, he went in and started this thing again, and all of a sudden, oh, he made the right. noise. I yep. fell. I fell off the rock. Well, yeah, you know, well, that was the third time, Richard. You, you, you oh, stay with it. You jumped, but, sorry, you know, child. you said could be could be the bugs yeah. here or something. It was yeah. in the same spot. And then the third time it happened, he goes, jumps up, goes running and falls down, cuts himself over like a stuck pig. He's bleeding. <laughs> I take my handkerchief up and bound him up. That's right. That's right. You know, I was actually there's a YouTube channel dedicated to Richard jumping. Almost. <laughs> I, I kid you not. I think there's, there's the, uh, is it Apple Hampton House? Uh, oh. Where you're off on the lone vigil and the... No, uh, Apple, no it, was, it was Abba Glasney. Abba Glasney, that's just up the road from me as well. Yes, Abba Glasney House, and that was genuine again. I, I saw two shadows come out the woods and I was off. And I was outside. Yeah. I wasn't even inside. As a great investigator, he bravely ran away. And, uh, <laughs> and, and dropped the camera and shouted, it's got me! <laughs> oh, is... The man's an idiot. The man's a complete nutcase. I shouldn't be on anything. I really shouldn't. <laughs> but I, we had a good time. We had You're a good real, time. Richard, which makes it, you know, that's the one thing, uh, Steve, myself, and, and you, we're real. We don't put on a persona. We are who we yeah. are. Yeah, oh, that's so right. You don't need to. Yeah, yeah, yeah so right. And it gets yeah. you into so yeah. much trouble. It yeah, gets it you into so much trouble because often... And I, all three of us have been in the position where the producer will come up and say, right, we want you to do this. Mm. We want you to uh, respond to this. We're going to throw, make a noise or, or, mm. or do this experiment. And when you dig your heels in and say, no, I'm, I'm not being involved in that or that's not uh, you know, an accurate portrayal, then it yeah. gets you, we've had, you know, Ron and That's I have true. been in a position where we've 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 gone head to head over not me, you know one of us not wanting to do something. A couple of times, uh, you and I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And it's wrong, isn't it? Let it take you its course. To, if nothing happens, nothing happens. Yeah, you have to protect your <laughs> reputation. And yeah, I remember I remember the contract that we had from Antics Productions, and it said that we were there to present our genuine, honest expertise and opinions. Mm. That's right. And that was yeah. the last bloody thing they wanted. <laughs> <laughs> but never mind. So anyway, so what else have I been doing? So, yeah, obviously resigned from that. Um, then I did a, a, a TV show with, um, uh, I can't remember her name, it's called uh, Great British Ghosts. Oh. That was, that was um, Michaela Stratton. She's, she's quite big, big in England anyway. Um, I'll see if she, I can she, get that around here. It's called Great British Ghosts. Great. Great British Ghosts is a series. Yeah, even came out on DVD. Yeah. That was quite something. And I'm uh, now doing a thing called Forbidden History. Oh, which I love, and it's actually on. It's in the U US of A as we speak on the uh, Discovery Science Channel. Oh, is it really? Yeah, it is. Yeah, twelve part series. Um, and it's it's. I tell you, it's 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 very good. When I say Forbidden History, it's all the stuff that. That I mean, for instance, one one of them was was uh, this is a few series ago now. Uh, Hitler um, suicide or escape? Um, really? 
Uh, yeah, the murder or the execution of Mussolini was another one. Uh, Knights Templars. Um, or, should we pull down, or should we pull down a statue every now and again? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think we should. But we'll be careful. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I'm doing that at the moment. And then it comes out in this country in, 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 in well, all being well, in, in, um, in the autumn. Uh, and I'm just working at the moment on, it's come to a halt at the moment, uh, on a programme called Execution, a medley of butchery and torture. <laughs> love it. Well, exactly. It's horrible histories. And people, we love it. We love it. And mm. I'm into that big time. Because, uh, you see, there isn't. And, and, and I bring ghosts in it, of course. Because, you know, execution has caused ghosts. Some of them, you know, trauma and tragedy and pain and anguish and all that sort of stuff. So all part of it. And uh, people love it. They do. So well, some, of our, some of our best ghosts are execution ghosts, aren't they? Say again, Catherine Steve. Howe. Some of our best ghosts are execution yes. ghosts. Yes, exactly. Catherine exactly. Howard and Anne Boleyn and Mary Queen of Scots. Yeah. You know. You're so you know, right. We, we took we took we took the heads off anybody. We weren't, you know, we didn't discriminate. No, don't anybody's head off it comes. <laughs> don't, yeah. don't forget Clarence the Lion. Don't forget what? Sorry, Clarence the Lion. Oh yeah, very famous executed ghost uh, killed by that dentist from uh, Minnesota and uh, oh, and yeah. uh, Clarence as, the Lion. Was that on the program TV program called that? Television? No, no, it was just some lion that was. No. A, oh. a, you don't remember that? It was a lion that no, was killed. For, no, for Brits, for Brits, uh, Ron, uh, Clarence the Cross-Eyed Lion yes. is a TV star from Daktari. Yes, I remember, uh, that. Which remember was that. Was Afri- yeah, yeah well, I love that program. <laughs> yeah, Clarence well, the Cross-Eyed Lion. That, well, that kind of killed the joke, but anyways... Sorry, the, uh, yes, I do apologise. <laughs> the, 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 the lion was killed by this dentist and... Uh, right. Uproar, and then uh, there was a medium, of course, that channeled the lion, and, and the lion was a great philosopher. After all, we didn't realize it. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, oh no, that's what I can say. Oh, My favorite was when that lion's uh, brother um, was was also killed, and the newspaper headline said, "I can't remember the other lion, but Clarence's brother, another lion." That was the actual headline. Another lion. <laughs> like his brother was going to be what a giraffe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most most lion brothers are lions. There's no doubt about that one. Oh yeah. dear. Anyway, so you're still you're. I'm interviewing you now. You're still um, investigating, Ron. Still hard uh, absolutely, absolutely, I'm very much into uh, everything, really, as far as the paranormal. I've been conducting uh, red light seances for over six years now until the virus hit. Uh, once a month on a, on a certain day, and uh, as part of my uh, research in the physical mediumship, uh, and uh, you know, still doing events and, and things like that, and, and doing investigations and uh, all, wow. that, all that. Still doing dining with the dead. Oh, absolutely. I see you uh, borrowed the name. I saw that. That was Yes, I did ask I, you. I did I, ask I, you I, I, I was just teasing you. <laughs> it, it, it worked well. It, it's, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, I tend to theme it round death. <laughs> so, so, you know, we put, put a bit of poison in, in the food and it, it works well. That works good. Um, it gives yeah, you yeah, more yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, but it, it's, it, it goes down the tree. It really does. Because it's all, all your idea from the... Um, 
can't remember the name of the uh, the restaurant. Not not the Whittingham. The, the Wyndham. That's Wyndham. right, the Wyndham. You still yep. doing it now? Oh yes, Steve. Wow. Whenever, whenever he comes over, he does it. Don't you, Steve? I do indeed. Uh, I still love the way. He doesn't have to ask me now what I have each year. It's always the same, isn't it? The steak tips. Is it scrod? Steak tips. No, not the scrod. I, somehow, Richard, uh, eating a fish called the scrod. No. <laughs> At least I it, found it very, very tasty. <laughs> yeah, well, it, I, I probably would if they called it cod or yeah, haddock I know you or, <laughs> you know. And anyway, once you've had the steak tips with the uh, mustard mash, Oh, really? It's oh, very, well, I, I, I wouldn't different. know that. Oh. Very well, next time I come, I'll try it. Mm-hmm. I will. You know, you know, for those who don't know, of course, uh, Richard uh, was my co-host for, oh, God, uh, many years here on, on the radio. I know. I, know. The I miss it, Ron. I miss it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know why I stopped. There's Actually, reason. well, you missed most of the shows that you were the co-host of, weren't you? <laughs> Sorry? I said you missed most of the shows when you were the co-host. No, <laughs> I he, all the te- he was actually good. He, he was I very remember good. All the te- I remember all the technical glitches. He was on <laughs> vacation and he still did the show. I was quite impressed too, with him. Too right, I did, yeah. Yes. No, I, I had a ball. I really enjoyed it. But I'm trying to think what well, I think, I presume it was the fact that I got so extra busy with other ghost events and things like yeah. that. I think, I think... Um, which was a damn shame because I I missed it. But uh, you know you've got a you've got a somebody that's he's not he's not bad. Steve's not bad at this, is he? Well, I'm still I was I was only ever the stand-in for Cal. Yeah, you know. <laughs> really? he, he, he he never You were more the, stand, the the co-host than Cal was because he you were standing in most of the time for him. <laughs> yeah, I was the stand-in for Cal, and Cal never turned up. It was every really? week. About an hour beforehand, I'd get a frantic message from Cal or or, or Ron or, or Norrie. Steve, can you come to the show tonight? <laughs> but anyways, one time when Richard was uh, co-host with me. Uh, uh, Conley was that his name? Conley, right? The 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 uh, medium uh, that was on Most Haunted. Conway. Uh, yes, yes, Steve. Uh, uh, not Steve. Um, Chris. Chris Conway. Chris Conway. That's it. Right. He just been sacked by yes. <laughs> Most Haunted, yeah. and yes. he was going to come on the show. And Most Haunted sent out letters to uh, the station and to me and I think you got two Richard say, and maybe yeah. Chris as well saying do not come on the show yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got, I, when I resigned I, I got the same thing because I, I did a well, in those days I can't remember what it was called but you did a not, it obviously wasn't a FaceTime thing but it was a um, a chat, a chat. Was it a chat room or something in those yeah, days? Something yeah. like that. Wasn't it? And it actually brought it brought the the website down with all the people wanting to know what was going on. And I got a solicitor's letter before I went on, uh, warning me that my my um, contract was in perpetuity for the whole of my life, and I was never allowed to say anything anything about most haunted. Uh, and I never have. <laughs> He foolishly signed his contract. Yeah. I think I did. I think I did. Yeah. yeah. I, remember, I remember we used to do, um, when we worked on some of the public events together, uh, we used to do these bits, uh, Q&As, didn't we, afterwards, and make sure yes. that everybody turned off their cameras. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah, don't record Just in case. If you're going to ask us any questions about that Just program, 
Yeah, you, you can't record what we're about to say because we might make them say something we'll regret. <laughs> we get sued for you, mean. <laughs> it didn't, didn't I, it, did it? No, it didn't. But I still, I still go back even now and say, thank you, Most Haunted, <laughs> for what you've done for the paranormal world. Yeah. Because that show, love it or hate it, has created more argument, more debate, more discussion and more research than any ghost programme ever has in the whole history of, of ghost programmes. <laughs> but I ask everyone out there, you know, the ghost hunting public that there that watched it, did anybody actually learn any more about what a ghost was from watching Most Haunted? No. No, but they, I think the important lesson that they did take from the show uh, was that they too, because prior to Most Haunted, people used to watch... Things like Arthur C. Clarke and... and uh, yeah, Strange but True. And, yeah. And they would just watch it or they would buy the books or they would read things. Um, mm. Then then they realised that a makeup lady, a cameraman, a rigger, who would just... They could do it too. And so you, mm. there was an explosion of groups all around the UK and later in America and the Ireland. World, yeah. Australia. Yeah, yeah. Once they saw that, hey, these are just... I mean, look. It's just an ordinary makeup lady. Hey, look, it's just a, a, a normal person like you or I. Hey, it's that woman yeah. off Blue Peter. They, yeah. they can go and do this. And so they, they started their own ghost groups up. That's right. And you don't know, but one day, because, I mean, basically, m most of the big discoveries on the planet have been made by amateurs in some way or other. So you never know. One day, guys, one day, not too soon, somebody out there might just prove what ghosts are. <laughs> no, but it won't be. It won't be Lee Ze Lee Steer or Zach Bagans. No, do you not think so? No, no, no. At <laughs> least Zach has his own uh, mask, so he doesn't have to worry about that. <laughs> I actually don't know who they are. Oh, Zach Bagans, the Ghost oh, Adventures. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, was it? Oh, oh, right. Oh, okay. I did. I yeah. mean, I, I have watched it. He's the he's the lead guy, isn't he? He's sort yes. Of, uh, yes. The the black t-shirt guy, a bit muscly. Yeah. Is that he wears a mask all the time now. Long before the virus hit. Long before the virus hit. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Haven't you asked him? <laughs> have you? Has he been on the show? No. He said he has a bit of a delicate sort of asthmatic in chest and the dust in the cellars and the, the demons. Oh, really? Anyways, we're coming up to break, so I got to uh, take her down. Uh, anyways, yeah. I have a couple of quick things I want to mention. I want to uh, send Ron uh, my love and, and his recovery after his surgery today. I want to sing a happy birthday to Tina Aldridge, a big fan of Richards and, and the show. And uh, also today's show is brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 386 Merrimack Street in Methuen, Massachusetts. And, of course, the Gallant Messier Family Law Group uh, in High Street in not the Andover, Massachusetts, and we will be right back after the following messages. I can't believe Welcome to Talking Ed. Radio with a cutting edge. Do you have a paranormal event? 
book or something else you want people to know about? Then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? With over 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678. The creepy and the kooky, mysterious and spooky, they all talk ugly gooky, the Parrax family. The shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal, the topics are abnormal, the Parrax family. They're strange. Unrestrained. So grab your favorite brew. It's time to rendezvous as we give the awards to the Parrax family. think so oh am i oh, back looks like i'll have to co-host the second part of the show with you <laughs> i guess so <laughs> well, i don't know where he went know. must be I paranormal i didn't see him disappear <laughs> I'm here. he's in wales and i'm in the middle oh so wait a minute wait a minute i heard a voice i'm back, I'm back. i don't you know what didn't bring us you didn't bring us back <laughs> I did. I was. I, I did the whole thing, but apparently nothing happened here. Um, well, we've got some thunderstorms, so maybe I temporarily disconnected. But as <laughs> I said, mesdames et messieurs, welcome back to part two of Ghost Chronicles, the international edition. We've uh, we've trolled the crypt tonight to bring you a former co-host of Ghost Chronicles International, yeah. the first of the co-hosts. The greatest of the co-hosts, possibly, some might say. The legendary storyteller, oh, the man who is, Richard Felix. And there's me thinking I was going to be able to co-host the second part of the show. Uh, I know. I'll, I'll, I'll just sit quietly. Yeah, yeah. go on then. <laughs> well, let's, let's, for the next... Go on, go on then. For the next five no. or ten minutes, I'll be... Richard, because actually, I, I have a, a, you, a question. Well, I was just going to say, because the very first time I appeared on Ghost Chronicles International, you two were the host and co-host, and I was the guest. Really? Wow. Yeah. Wow, that is a while ago. It is, yeah. Wow. So, so anyways, Richard, uh, yes, for the past few years, uh, up until, of course, this year, you did an event with uh, somebody who I always enjoyed, and, and that was uh, Derek Agora. Derek, yeah. Sir, yeah. Uh, science, psychic and science, right? That was it. Yep, yeah. So Tremendous, I want to ask, well, what was your experiences like on that particular thing? And amazing, amazing. Because I mean, we did, we did. Oh, it was a stage show that we did three hours, three hour stage show, uh, in in haunted. Yeah, always we tried to do haunted theatres, of course, um, <coughs> and and it was it was an absolute. 
privilege, obviously, a pleasure and privilege to, to work with Derek. Um, obviously, I'd, I've worked with him, obviously, on series one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and eight on Most Haunted as well. Uh, we've done we've done other bits, but w- when we started doing this psychic and science show, I, I saw I saw a very different side to Derek um, than than you than you saw on on the TV on on Most Haunted, because uh, I mean he's had obviously all all mediums as you know guys get a lot of stick um, yeah. about you know it, you know it's not real they're not genuine it's it's cold reading they're this they're that and the other, um, but. Um, on Most Haunted, of course, Derek. Derek. Derek was was Most Haunted. He made the show. He was the star of Most Haunted. Um, and you know, and I used to say so often, love him or hate him, he he brought something very special to that show, uh, and he entertained big time. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Um, and obviously, there was a certain amount certain amount of of Derek's character came out and showmanship came out. On the show, which is what the show is all about, as I keep saying, it, it's, it was an entertainment show. But obviously, seeing Derek like, because basically, that we, we used to come on the stage together, of course, at the beginning, and we'd do a bit of spiel, um, perhaps a little, you know, a little talk about possibly most haunted or whatever, because that's what people wanted to hear about. And then I'd leave Derek on stage for approximately 20 minutes doing what Derek does both, best. You know his readings for people, mm-hmm. um, and I'll, I'll be very honest with you because I am, you know, I, I'm the biggest skeptic that believes in ghosts. Uh, but I, I believe, you know, people say to me, "Do you believe in? Do you believe in mediums?" I say, "Well, I believe in ghosts." So, 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 you know, I, I have, to, I have to believe in mediums. But I actually used to go away, and I, I used to go and sit in the, in the, the, the changing rooms of the theatre, because I, I was always fearful. That that it wouldn't go right for him. That you know, oh, oh my God, what would happen if if he everything he said was wrong, or that you know Sam, his his spirit guide, got it wrong that night or whatever. And I, you know, I was fearful of it. Um, but then I'd start listening, and and he'd, he'd be going, and then he'd be going to the next person, and then and and then he'd be, you know, someone would be saying, you know, he'd say, you know, I, I don't know, something's like, okay, I'm getting a, a ship, and I'm getting a guy on a ship, and he was perhaps a captain, and a lady would say, yep, you know, put a hand up, and she'd say, yeah, I think that's me, and then he'd, he'd go to it, say, no, look, no, look, no, 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 I'm I'm sorry, it's 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 not you, no, 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 it's 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 over this side, and then someone else, and I think, oh my God, you know, how. In, in other words, surely you'd 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 go with you know if you were faking it, you'd mm-hmm. go with with the lady that said yes yes that's me oh god you know I've got that one right sort of thing I've got her he never did that he went to you know he would go he would carry on until he he found the person wow and then the big one is that after twenty minutes uh, and we had to you know we 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 needed a cattle prod to get him off yeah and and we'd say because my son Ed um, he. He hosted the show. He presented the, the show. He was the, the host or whatever you want to call it. Uh-huh. Uh, and he'd, he'd literally have to sort of go and, and, go, and in the, uh, Derek would say, no, 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 stop, stop. And I, need, I, need to go, I need to go to this guy here. And, can he, and I'm thinking, all my thoughts were was, surely if you're a fake, after 20 minutes of getting it right, surely you'd say, Whew, let me off yep. <laughs> while, I'm, while, I'm on a, while I'm on a run. But he didn't. He wanted to carry on, he, and and for me, that was 
I don't know. I, I just think it was very genuine. And he, you know, he was a great guy. He was a very genuine guy. Um, and it, he's sadly missed. And regardless of what people think of him, mm. he was, in my opinion, and probably over, the most famous medium in the world. Oh, he's bigger than life. Yeah. Oh, and that's yeah. the big one. You see, I can't believe he's gone. I know. I, I really, you know, I am very sad. Um, but he, he was larger than life. That, that is one of my, my big regrets is, is, you know, I've had him on the show, I've spoken to him, but I never yeah. got to meet him, yeah. uh, which is really sad. But what was you your role? You T-shirt. I did, I did. <laughs> and uh, signed, too. Anyway, uh, Richard, what was your role in the show and, and what, what type of experiences did you have? Well, on, on Psychic and Science? or the, Yeah, Psychic and yeah, Science, yeah, yes. Right. Well, basically, my, my role was... Uh, I conducted all because you see the whole idea of the show was was to bring it to the audience. To, mm -hmm. It was it was their show, and so after Derek's twenty minutes, we then started with. Um, I did uh, a bit of a talk, as, as you've heard, you know, frequently while I've been over with you. Uh, yeah. I did two parts. I, <coughs> excuse me. I did my talk about what ghosts really are. You know the the the. Um, the 40% that's an intelligence that haunts, that knows you there, um, did a bit of that. And then we went into um, uh, table tilting, uh, table on the stage, and we used to throw out um, uh, luminous, um, what's the word? What's the spinny things? What do you call them? Sorry, I'm losing the plot, guys. Um, <laughs> frisbees. Frisbees. Oh, we okay. Frisbees, and we threw them out. So, so there was no fixing it. You know, whoever caught the frisbee came yep. on the stage. Oh, and so wow. we used to get about five, six, seven people on the stage to do table tilting, um, and Derek would be there, um, and then we'd, we'd, then we'd get them up to do um, human pendulum. Uh -huh. uh, you, uh, and again, we'd throw the frisbees out, and so whoever it was, uh, then that would stop, and then, then we'd, uh, we used to do a lone vigil in, in the haunted part of, wow. of the theatre. Uh, and we'd throw one frisbee, and whoever caught it, uh, and occasionally we got people that no 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 I, I, and they'd give it to somebody else because they really didn't want to do it they were <laughs> and so you know the haunted the haunted uh, projection room or or the haunted uh, dressing room or you know that sort of stuff they went off and we had camera on there big screen on the on the on the theatre on on the theatre on on the stage and everybody watched them wow. for three minutes. In the you know that so that was quite something. Um, then we had an interval. We all went to the bar, <laughs> mm -hmm. and then back for for part two. Uh, and then we did uh, usually had a Ouija board. Uh, did that. Um, we did a bit of psychometry. Uh, all that stuff. But we involved the public. They came up on the stage with us. Right. All and, the well, did, Didn't you have a machine too? Yes. Oh, the finale of the the finale of the thing. Because then I did for the end. I did my second bit of the talk then, which was of course the stone tape theory, um, or Steve the water tape theory, or the silica right. tape theory, whatever, whatever. And we've created a machine uh, called the stone tape projector, which um, we plugged into the uh, the brickwork or the stonework or whatever it happened to be. Uh, with two electrodes, you know, like we had a generator inside it to zap, zap the wall with electricity. Oh, wow. We had a, a police scanner inside it, um, ultraviolet lights, um, plasma bulbs, you know, all sorts of stuff in there. And we had a smoke machine 
uh, inside the the machine that actually was we created we, we used um, mm, glycerine and and um, water uh, the water that contained a lot of silica uh, volvic water it, 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 the one you have over there is um, hang on a minute it's got more silica than anything else uh, Fiji water um, okay. Yeah. yeah, and and that got silica in it, and then we, so we created this cloud of of smoke, wasn't smoke, steam with silica in it, which which is a possibility. Do you remember this was an experiment? You know, right. and um, you know the idea was for it to become like a screen, like a plasma screen, and then what we did, we had lights on it, we zapped it, and then got the the audience to get the phones out and start taking photographs of the smoke. Did you get anything? And God, did we get stuff? But you see, I've, I've said, I told them at the beginning of it, I said, look, guys, you stare into the clouds long enough, you'll see a face. There's no doubt about that. But the, the fascinating thing about the whole thing is that the vast majority of what people picked up, and they did get images, the vast majority of what they got were skulls. And we've got skulls. Yeah. Skulls, which no. I, can, I have no idea what that's to do with at all. Because, you know, if, you're, if you've got what my, my theory about, you know, an image being recorded into the fabric of the building, it's not the image of a skull. It's the image of a person that's about to die or dying or something like that. But we got lots of skulls. And they, they went away. We blew their minds. They loved mm. it. And I shall bring it over when I come. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> really? Because you'll, you guys will love it. I don't know. But you see, the biggest problem I've got, guys, um, is <coughs> that my, my thoughts on this stone tape theory is, is that there's a possibility that, you know, how, how do you press the replay button in the, in the brick wall right. where the recording's held? And I think that could come from energy from you. So in other words, so in other words, you, you, your energy, because you've had an argument or because you, you I don't know, your team beat another team uh, and you're so excited that the extra energy or frequencies coming from your brain actually somehow press the replay button in, in the fabric of the building and you, through your receiver in your brain, actually see the image, which is so, you know, it's a possibility. It's a possibility, that's all. Now, um, I think the but, water tape theory is a much, much sounder because we can demonstrate a mechanism how um, the... Memories can enter the brain through the blood-brain yeah, barrier. Yes, you see, hey, here we go, guys. Um, we, how long have we got? Uh, we're all right for a minute. So, <laughs> Not that, long enough. <laughs> just finish that bit. Um, what I don't know, of course, is that I, this is an experiment. I haven't a clue how much energy to zap into the wall. I don't know whether you do one and a half volts, twelve volts, fifty thousand volts. You know, so it's a case of trying with the generator, trying to get different voltages. But it's an experiment, and, and that's all. But it, 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 I need help. You probably know that. Psychiatric, for a start. <laughs> uh, more than anything. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. But um, the other thing I was about to say with what, what um, Steve's just saying about water um, is that this, this brain of ours, this computer that's in everybody's head, is 85% water. Not more right? than that. So, hang on a minute. Does that 93% mean... 93% water. Is it 83? 93. 93? Yeah. Definite. It's a big blamange. Yeah, no, it is. Well, that's... But hang on a minute. Does that mean that, that, that we could create supercomputers that were water-based? 
uh, NASA have already been working on using water as a memory medium. Yeah, space and, probes uh, having course, water in them. Uh, you know, we've water got, holds uh, a memory. And we've got some very, you know, reasonable research that's been conducted by the Heart, the Heart Math Institute. Um, yeah. I think it was the grandson of Albert Schweitzer, the, oh, really? uh, the physicist. And it, yeah. uh, they were actually implanting, they, they noticed that when they think uh, about water or think in the presence of water, that they were altering its, uh, its ionic bonds. Mm, and that, right. that, that, that led uh, other scientists to, well, can we use this in some way to, you know, with quantum computing or mm. in, in, in space probes, you know, yeah, for, that's right. for recording information? And they're still working on these yeah, ideas. Homeopathic the ideas medicine. Well, that's where the, it was the French uh, homeopathic, uh, homeopathic yeah. scientist, Jacques uh, Benavista, that's who right. realized that, yes. that water was being you know, affected by a, a seemingly a residual memory of something that they'd been in contact with, which led to the... completely diluted out. Yeah, which led to the, which for me, that developed the, 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 the water tape idea. Well, know, if we well, have this mechanism, you know, we, we don't know. How, how do we, as you said uh, a few minutes ago, Richard, how do we get it to play back? Well, yes. using water, we don't need to because we inhale water vapor, we yeah, exhale yeah, water yeah, vapor, yeah, 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 and yeah, that yeah. crosses through, through into the blood and from the blood to the brain. Yeah. And That's right. Now, there, there you go. Now. So my latest And there are so theory, many ghosts in near water, aren't they? Yeah, that's the whole point. So many haunted sites are damp or wet. Marshland, yeah. rivers, lakes, wells. And, and, and you know, even, even, even on a smaller level, how many ghosts do you know that, that frequent the toilets? Oh, well, the, my next book is going to be called Toilet Ghosts. Yeah, you told me that ten years ago. Yeah, well, I'm still working on it. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's right. You're so right. But you see, here's the next bit, though. This water bit, right? Now, this water in the brain, which is honestly, are you, are you definite? It doesn't matter if it's 93 or 85%. It, it, basically, it, it, it's, over, it's in excess of 90%. The, the brain is, is water, right? And really? that's the memory. I'm, I'm starting to believe that the brain is actually the the computer, the memory source, right? But I believe that the mind is not located in the brain. I think the mind is located within the body, right? And I think that that, and, and basically, when that, that water in the brain doesn't stay in the brain, it flows throughout the body, through your blood. It doesn't stay in the brain. You know that 93% water, it's not, it doesn't stay up there, does it? It flows through the body. Well, it doesn't. I mean, e even, if it does, even if it actually remains within the brain, and yeah. you know, it probably but, does because the brain, the brain has a, 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 a dual it's fluid, around. It's a sac around it, yeah. Yeah, now, it doesn't stay in it, does it? It doesn't stay in it. So listen, this is why when people, when, when people, when, uh, people have heart transplants, and kidney and organ transplants, they mm -hmm. often develop symptoms or likes or dislikes of things from the donor. Mm -hmm. And this is real. This is fact. This has happened quite a few times. Right, um, absolutely. But you don't need to have water, the sort of memory, circulation because the proximity of the blood. There is something called the blood-brain barrier. We use it. Our body uses it for for passing chemicals between the blood and the brain. Yep, and yep. It, so, for example, that's how we would treat painkillers work that way. 
because they get into the bloodstream and thence into the brain. You know, they affect the regions of the brain that suppress or, mm. or inhibit yeah. different sensations. And memory could work in the same way. We inhale um, water, water that's been altered. We then breathe, you know, so it then crosses from the lungs into the blood, from the blood into the brain, and yeah. triggers... To the receiver. You, know, you, you, have the, you have the playback mechanism for the first time being described. Yeah, yeah exactly. But the body also is an electrical generator as well. I mean, we, Absolutely. we, we, we have ions, we have the... So the electricity is, is a key part of it as well, I believe. I agree with you. Absolutely. Did, or is this, it just the power source? That's that's you know, maybe it's just the power source. No, I don't think I'm not it. sure. I'm not sure. I mm. think it plays a part. But I mean, yeah. going back to the water bit, I mean, we, you we, know definitely, we definitely require an, uh, electricity in all, because all of our neural system is electrochemical. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Our, our entire nervous system generates electricity in order for it to be able to function. Yeah. You see, I, I've for years now been uh, saying to people that. that that I would like to change, change the name from ghost to energy. Mm. Possibly, but yeah. The only problem is that... that Spectral um, energy. Yeah, that's a nice one. Because at the end of the day, if I advertised my walks as an energy walk, nobody would come on them. <laughs> that's for true. <laughs> <laughs> We're going on an energy hunt tonight, I, I, know I know time's running out, but I talked about this on, on the, the morning show. And I want to throw it out to you guys. I mean, how much do you think of ghosts are what we actually manifest? And, and I'm going to – hold on. Let me finish my spiel before you, you answer it. Okay, okay. Because we – you know, people are cocky and, and people have uh, – like, for instance, if you play sports and everything and, and you go out and you believe you're the best, then you have that, that energy – that propels you to be the best. It's the same as if a slower team plays against a better team and they know they're the best team. It's that same energy that depresses them. So the results are sometimes affected because of just that, whatever that we put out, whatever we manifest yeah, out. The energy so, that comes from them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So does it, I mean, a lot of things, I mean, you look like we have uh, superstitions, you know, if I don't, you know, we're a different, if I wear two different socks, then we win and you don't do it and you lose. How much of that is being projected or, or manifested because, oh, I didn't wear it. And, and that thought goes out there and, and you actually manifest what happens. Could that same thing happen as ghosts? Good question. Um, um, I'm not it could certainly affect the investigators. Yeah, that's uh, for sure. That, that's what I mean, that, Steve. Yeah. That has been studied and that has been demonstrated that the greater their belief and the greater their expectation can dramatically affect their experiences. Really? And that's, that's, a, that's been studied. So if you go into, a, if you go into um, an old castle thinking that you're just going for a day out to the old castle to look at the uh, oh, interesting yeah. stonework, you're very unlikely to see a ghost. Whereas if you go along to a, the same castle at the same time, but you're looking for a ghost, you are much more likely to see uh, or, or, or report uh, a ghostly experience. That's been very well documented and very well researched. So really, that's whether, an interesting one. Because I, so, I would have said that 
that ghosts don't, <clears throat> for want of a better word, that ghosts don't appear to audiences. That, that I, I would say that so many, so many times uh, people, uh, you know, weren't, hadn't come on a ghost hunt or whatever, just happened to be driving down the road or wherever it was, driving home after going out for a meal. Uh, and this figure appears in the middle of the road. Oh, that's fair enough. Yeah, yeah. You know, so no, no, so I mean, so often without expecting that, that, it. That doesn't that, that that doesn't diminish any anything to what you've just said. Uh, but where psychologists have looked at people's reported experiences, people I, who are there with heightened expectation and a heightened desire to have an experience are more likely to report an experience. And one of the possibilities is, of course, because they lower their threshold of expectation, so every noise becomes paranormal. They stop. Well, that sounds like most haunted again. (laughs) (laughs) We've come full circle. But because I have to say that all all the time that I've, I mean, Christ, only like like you both, you guys, how many events, how many, how many places I've been, (coughs) wishing something to happen, and it never has for me. I've never, ever, ever uh, experienced anything because I've gone there with the expectation of seeing it, hearing it, sensing it, feeling it, or smelling it. But that's perhaps I'm different to everybody else. But you've had experiences, Richard. Of course I have. Yeah. Oh, so... Very much so. But no, not, not, not when I was expecting it, least of all I when I was – I certainly wasn't yeah, but... sitting there staring, waiting, saying, come on, do something, you know, nothing like that at all. <laughs> you know, I can, I can all, vouch- everything that – Everything that's happened to me, apart from apart from when we were on a little round top, you and me at Gettysburg, um, there I must be honest with you, I was there hoping, hoping against hope that something happened. So uh, I, you know, but all the the other three experiences that I've had, uh, the least the last thing on my mind was thinking about ghosts. So you know, oh, only one out of four for me. Yeah, but you do know that the sceptics are going to are, are always going to counter by turning around and saying, "But you knew you were in a haunted location." Exactly. Yeah. And then, then right. hang on. So surely, surely, there's more chance of you that that you are in a haunted location. Like you and I, when we talked about the boat, the ship that we were on, blah 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 blah, things that happened to us when you were at Margam, when you heard the, you know, uh-huh. things like that. We were in haunted locations, so there is much more likelihood of something happening. Well, you could, you could. I was what I was saying before was that the skeptics will always counter what you say yes. by yes. saying, you know, well, I wasn't expecting anything. Yes, but you were in a haunted location, yeah, and exactly. you, yeah. you knew you were in a haunted location. Yeah. So, with the skeptics, it's always a very difficult case to put. Yeah, it is. Um, it is. You know, but of course, the skeptic no or no the cynic of will always disagree. Exactly. No amount of uh, Oops, somebody at the door. Yep, that means we, that's the pizza from the dead, and we've got to is wrap it, it up. So, it Richard, goes, it? yeah, no, I don't think so. Oh, so, Richard, never mind. if anybody wants to find out more about you, how can they do that? Yeah, right. My website is is richardfelix.co.uk. Richardfelix.co.uk. There's all the books, DVDs, all sorts of stuff on there. And um, also, uh, if anybody wants to get in touch with me, it's uh, richardfelix at gmx.com. Richardfelix at gmx.com. And, and what's some of the shows that you, you worked on? That, that, that uh, come yeah, uh, one's called The Inquisition. Uh, that was a four-part series. That was 
pretty good. I enjoyed that. Uh, Forbidden History is what I'm doing at the moment um, on the Yesterday channel, but over in America, it's the uh, uh, Discovery Science channel. That's on at the moment over there. Excellent. Uh, I'll that up. Yeah, it's it's, it's interesting programme. It's quite good. No ghosts in it, but... Um, That's okay. It's not really interesting not... history. Anyway... Uh, all right, Richard. I, you know, it's it's been a blast. I really uh, appreciate you. Uh, we must Steve. do it again, sir. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun, and uh, you know, we had some great times when you were over here, and also we did. you were my co-host. We so, yeah, yeah, I'd love to come again. I'd love, we, well, I'll get in touch with you, and we'll we'll talk about coming over when all this silly when this Silliness silly comes over. Right. Is over. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, all right, so, guys. You know, what do you think? You must be a lot more ghosts after all this is all over, right? I oh. I think so, yeah. <laughs> oh dear, afraid so. And anyway, anyways, today's show is brought to you by Circles of Wisdom, 386 Miramark Street in Methuen, Massachusetts. And of course, uh, the Gallant Messier Family Law Group on High Street in North Andover, Massachusetts. And I do want to mention that next Tuesday, Maureen and I will be doing a uh, virtual class on uh, autumn, no, excuse me, beyond the five sentence, sense, sentences, yeah, it could be five senses, uh, ESP, uh, including remote viewing. Uh, so you can join, go to Circles of Wisdom, and you can sign up through them. So, Richard, thank you once again, Steve. It's a pleasure. Thank you. And stay I'll safe, guys. Again next week. Yeah, likewise. Stay safe, stay healthy. Yeah. Talk Good to night, you. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.